Hello, everyone. Welcome to Real Talk About Real Estate, presented by DeBrew Realty from Mansfield, Texas. Here with your host, Susan DeBrew. I'm your co-host, Steve Pixler, and we're going to talk about all things real estate. Today, we're going to talk specifically about interest rates. Why in the world do interest rates matter to someone getting ready to buy a house? Susan, tell us about it. Well, interest rates matter because they're going to cost you a whole lot of money for a whole lot of years. For example, um, it's important for people to understand, number one, historically, how interest rates have changed. I remember interest rates as high as 10 and 12. Wow. I know they've been as high as 16%. Yeah. Right? Right now in 2021, to date the podcast, they're averaging below 4%. Yeah. So that's half of the historic average, with the average being 8%. Okay. So what does that mean like for the average buyer? Well, for every one point, you think about, okay, so if you're buying a home that's $300,000 and you just save one point in interest, that's $3,000 a year year after year for typically 30 years. I mean, you can buy a whole lot more house for the money with just one point of savings. Well, what if you have four points? Like now you're talking about the difference of $12,000 a year for interest. Like most people, it would put them out of the buying market, right? And so right now, at least in 2021, we have people fighting for homes. And part of the reason that the demand is so high is because interest rates are so low. If they could lock in a home down here at 4%, 3%, like they're going to be able to buy a whole lot more home for the money. Yeah. That's why interest rates matter. Now, what affects the interest rate that you personally are able to get, that's between you and your lender. But typically... Your credit score is going to cost you a lot of money if you don't manage your debt well. Mm -hmm. Credit scores aren't wealth management, they're debt management. Mm. So if you don't pay off debt that you currently have, if you don't pay your bills on a regular basis, it's going to cost you more in interest because you become a higher risk for the bank. Yeah. And then the other thing that affects your score, which affects what you're able to borrow is your debt to income. So if you have a high percentage of debt compared to the amount of income you have, you're going to be charged a higher rate of interest because again, you are a higher risk to the bank. And so uh, depending on what loan package you have, they may be looking at something like 40 or 50% debt to income, meaning all if you add up your monthly expenses to service your debt as compared to your monthly income they're looking at a percentage that's probably going to be 40 around 40%. If you're VA maybe you could go as high as 60. But again that's between you and your lender. Realtors, not lenders. It's a different license. It's a different category. But I can tell you, it's very important for you to manage your debt well, to pay your bills, and to keep your debt to income low. And so another thing that will affect your credit score is not just the amount of debt. Like say you have 40% of your income is going to service your debt, which means you're, you know, pretty much spending all your money to pay your bills and you're not saving. 
But the other thing is how you manage that debt. So for example, if you have a $1,000 line of credit, you don't ever want to go beyond like four or $500 on that line because it changes the algorithms. So if you're up there, you know, maxing it out at $900 or $1,000 a month, you become a higher risk for the bank of default because obviously you're always going to spend the maximum that you're that you have the capacity to borrow which means you could take out another loan later and do the same thing and so again it's all about the bank's uh, feeling of risk for the buyer so the less risky you are the lower your interest rate's going to be the more you're going to save a lot of money so bottom line take care of your bills don't over borrow and shop for a good interest rate it will save you a ton so sometimes a buyer may actually need to take some time, really look at their financial situation and really determine, is it time to buy? Do yeah. I need to spend a little more time Getting cleaning ready. some things up and working on that? So what yeah. suggestions would you have to a buyer that's getting ready and wants to really make sure they are ready? I would, number one, start with talking with a lender. Because what will happen is you'll take a look at your debt load or maybe you have some old debt that's sitting around that you're afraid is going to hurt you. And if you just start uh, throwing money in different places, it actually can hurt you, believe it or not. And I would let a lender, a professional who's in that industry, take a look at your particular situation and let you know, pay down this one. Don't worry about that one. Don't touch that because it can change the algorithms. An old debt, if there's been an old debt that was there from 10 years ago and you start paying on it now, believe it or not, it could hurt you. And I hate to say that because I believe in paying off old debt, but maybe do that after you buy the house Mm -hmm. rather than doing it now. And the other thing is that if the lender says you really are okay now, is the money better spent in going ahead and investing in that house or is it better spent in paying off the old debt? And actually it's the lender that's going to be able to help you determine that as opposed to being a one size fits all answer. There are times where paying off debt and bringing it down will save you money. And then there are times where no, no, not renting and throwing that, you know, $1,500 a month away every month is not in your best interest. Mm. But the lender is going to be the one to help you determine that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So the interest rate really is a huge – right now with it being so low, it really is a huge advantage to yeah. buying. It gets people into property who maybe historically couldn't have yes. and thus they can start putting that money into an asset That's and really true. investing in their future. Well, if you even just think about the example we started with, with the average historic rate being 8%. Yeah. If you're buying a $300,000 home, the difference between the current level under four and that eight is $12,000 a year, year after year, just in interest. That's not paying down the principal. That's not taxes. That's not insurance. That's not utilities. That pushes a lot of people out of the market. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for people right now to get into the home buying game if they're especially if they're not currently a uh, an owner if you're currently renting because it makes sense because for every monthly you're going to pay to live somewhere right and so if you are paying rent you're buying somebody else property Hmm. whether that be you're buying a landlord a house or whether you're helping um, an apartment complex build their buildings like You're paying to live somewhere. And the smartest way to get out of poverty and to stay out of poverty is to own a home. That's why it's always been the American dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are the variables for a first-time buyer, someone looking to get themselves ready to make that 
that investment. What are the variables, say, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, Mm -hmm. with interest rates being where they are? um, There are times when you can get an even better rate if you're willing to go 15 or 20 years. What's the advantages in that? So if you have the capacity to pay a little more per month. And that capacity would be determined by your debt to income. income How much month you how much money you have left at the, <laughs> at the end, end of the, the month, month right. right because a lot of people they can't yeah. a lot of people they have to go with that 30-year mortgage amount because it keeps that monthly amount lower they can pay extra toward the principal and cut years off those payments so just because you sign up for a 30-year note doesn't mean you have to pay on it for 30 years um, but also if you could afford a little more where you're agreeing to a higher monthly amount and it's really not a huge difference but you are committed to having to pay that extra month um, amount every month you can save almost a whole percentage between a 30 and a 15 year yeah what you just mentioned about paying the note down Mm -hmm. is really really important because i did you know a few years ago i kind of did the math on how much would it save me just to pay an extra two hundred dollars a month. Probably years off your payment. Oh, it was years yes. and years and years. Yes. Yeah. So it's really yeah. interesting how much you can get ahead of it mm-hmm. just by, even if you do end up needing to get a 30-year loan, just to by putting another $100, another yes. $200 a month on the principal yeah. and paying that down, it really does cut years and thousands in interest off of Thousands. And yeah. you own your house faster. Yeah. The other thing, that speaking of years and paying, a lot of first-time home buyers surprisingly don't know. And I've seen this question come up with a lot of millennials, particularly. And I think our school system doesn't do as good a job of teaching them just everyday life skills. Yeah. And so many millennials don't want to buy a home because they don't want to be stuck somewhere for 30 years. <laughs> they don't know that more when you move, like if you sell your house and buy another, the mortgage is paid off with the sale of the right, house. You're right. not stuck with a house for 30 years. No. It, um, the average time in a home today, because we're pretty fast moving market right now, is three to five years. Wow. And people, what happens is because the market's been increasing over the last eight years, um, if you buy a house three years later, it's worth a lot more. You can sell the home, recoup not just uh, the selling expenses, but you can actually make extra money that you're rolling into the next house. That's not true in every market because some markets go flat and some markets go down, yeah, right? right? But real estate over the years, it's this trajectory of um, upward moving asset, right? They don't make any more land. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of, but the markets move up and down. So it kind of goes like this over the years, but it goes on an upward swing. Mm -hmm. And so you may have to weather a down market for a bit, but it's going to come back. Right. You know, houses are worth a whole lot more now than they were 50 years ago. Right. So with the market being as as hot as it is, it is people can turn that asset over more quickly and yes. realize more money quickly. Yes. And there again, that goes back to paying some extra on that principal. You're just building that Ooh. equity and you can get ahead much quicker. Yeah. So you can turn that asset if you choose to do that. Yeah. It's wealth management yeah. instead of debt management. Yeah. And so, and if, and if our culture today could learn to save and buy cash yeah. rather than always borrowing on a credit card at 13 to 20% interest, right. like talk about, becoming 
impoverished. Impoverty um, is one of the greatest handicaps in our in our world today. Honestly, yeah. people lose their freedom of choice. They yeah. lose the freedom of buying, uh, the power to buy things that they really want or need because so much of their monthly money goes away to interest. And especially that's true when you buy on a credit card. Yeah. And is that debt too? If you have a lot of consumer debt, credit cards, cars, that kind of thing, it also affects your ability to borrow for homes or something that's going to appreciate in value, or right. um, not just your house, but eventually maybe rental property, yeah. where you can begin to own assets, and then it becomes wealth building yeah. as opposed to debt management. Well, know? and then the impact on relationships that money has and debt has, and yes. when things are tight. It makes relationships. They they say um, money makes people funny. You know, money does make people funny, (laughs) and so does stress. Yeah, you know, I mean, so many people live in a state of anguish almost every day, not knowing how they're going to pay their bills, or or fearing, you know, that you know things at work aren't happy. But I have no other choice. So every day they go to work almost like a slave in modern society because they hate going to work. Oh, it's time to get free. It's time to get free, and one of the best ways to get free is to use your money wisely buy a home put it in real estate but get it at a great interest oh that's fantastic you want to know more check out debrewrealty.com give us a visit give us an email reach out to us we'd love to answer your questions in any way we can help you with real estate be sure and let us know 